Hello, friends, and thanks for subscribing to the Defining Marriage Podcast. I'm Matt Baum. Uh, Joining me, as always, is James. We gather around the microphone to discuss what's happening with marriage equality and our lives, and also to apologize for skipping a week last week. Sorry about that. Ooh, wow, wow, wow. When criminals in this world they go, they go down to Orlando, where Matthew has to show his toe and rub his butt on everyone he knows. It's Matthew Baum. Matthew Baum. Matthew Baum, gay man about Matthew Town. About Orlando last you weekend. Went to Orlando, Orlando Lakes, Orlando Calrissian. Tell me which Orlando, Lando. neither of those things. La- what land? What what landed there? Uh, me. It was little old me. I was going to the national. Well, so this is a, a LGBT media gathering. So uh, various bloggers and reporters and journalists and, and folks it's sponsored in part by the National Lesbian and Gay Journalists Association and by the Haas Foundation, the Arcus Foundation, and so they just want to get a bunch of media types together to talk about best practices and stories we ought to be covering and uh, share some. Uh, networking opportunities and uh yeah that kind of stuff now the haas foundation they do not make the easter eggs not that i know of that's the pos foundation probably so we we, anyway we had a a lovely time uh talking to each other about oh you know the the politics of the day which is not always the most uplifting uh we also talked about some people who are doing amazing things in the lgbt space who who does amazing things oh me first and foremost oh my uh yeah no i'm I'm uh, amazed yes uh so let's see what else did we what else did we discuss oh Oh, who's doing amazing things give me give me something positive before we dig into this shit (laughs) Well, there's this company and action. I'd never heard of them before, but uh, what this company does is they work with movie studios and when a TV show or movies coming out that touches on a particular cause, like it's something about immigration or it's something about AIDS or it's something about the environment. Uh, this organization basically is a matchmaker between that thing in the media and a nonprofit that is advocating for around that cause. So uh, that nonprofit can have a essentially a jumping off point and know like, oh, okay, this TV show is going to be coming out soon that addresses climate change in some way. Uh, this is a good opportunity for us to get in the news and say, oh, this, hey, uh, everybody, this is a part of the conversation right now. Let's bring some attention to this. Or they can even partner them together and say, hey, uh, movie studio, you've got a thing coming out that touches on climate change. Here's a nonprofit that does work on climate change. Uh, why don't you guys uh, talk to each other and see how you can support each other's work? And so they're swiping right, they're unlocking nudes, they're they're exchanging the goods, and then they feel weird about it uh, in a few hours. Yeah, that's essentially it. Okay. It's basically a company that helps you feel weird about things. Oh, by touching on you. They touch on your environment, mm-hmm. your flora and your fauna. Mm-hmm. You had some trouble with your flesh. I guess. I guess we're going to bring this up on the podcast. Yes. Why not? Yeah, so on my flight out there... Uh, I started to get this weird sensation on my leg that just felt like a sunburn and just got worse and worse. Like my whole left thigh during this trip just felt like a sunburn and I don't know why. So uh, it continued for about a week and then it just sort of went away and it still feels a little itchy, but my, you know, skin looks completely normal. Nothing out of the ordinary. It's uh, always been polka dot. It's yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's always looked like this and just like to rule out problems uh i put some like fungicide powder in my underwear to see if that would help and that did coincide with the problem going away so i don't know if that helped or not uh, a bunch of snails did crawl out of your butt that's true when that's you did true. that 
but that's what little boys are made of. Uh, oh, it's true. Snakes and snails and puppy dog tails. Snips, but sure. Snakes. Snakes and snails. Boys are, you get a bag, you get a garbage bag, and you pour snakes into it, mm-hmm. and then the snails, because the snails Wait, make love get, to the snakes. Where do you get the snakes? Uh, from your local snakeaterium. Mm-hmm. And then you fill it with snakes and snails, and then the the real horror begins, the mm-hmm. harvesting of the puppy dog tails. Oh, no. That's where that's where, <sighs> why they dock dachshunds. Okay, they don't. So we watched this documentary yesterday. James put this on, thinking it would be a delightful well, What romp. was the title? Uh, Precious Puppies? Was right. And now, does that not sound like the most delightful of romps? It does. It does. And... To your credit, the first few seconds of this thing were very lovely. It just had puppies romping. And Bo Derek. Yep. And, and it also, romping. Yes. It said, we'll take you to a puppy parade led by Hollywood legend Bo Derek. Yes. <laughs> and didn't she have a I sign behind her that was like, uh, I'm a dog, woof? No. Oh. She had a sign behind her that said, my dog loved me through cancer. That's the one. Yeah. So, okay. So anyway, so we're watching this thing and like the first segment, the first segment of this documentary within five minutes, we are witnessing the miracle of birth yep. from a very close up. But, I, I mean, mean, it is yeah. like a GoPro camera attached to the vagina of the dog mm-hmm. that we, and we just sat down to eat and watch this thing. Yeah. And so you see, it is the chest everything. burst scene from alien. It is incredible. Uh, not to, not to pregnancy shame no. because uh, it's a lovely thing, but it's not exactly what you want to accompany your macaroni and cheese and bacon no it was uh yeah i mean you see the emergence of of the sack you see all the fluids you see the the tearing of the sack Mm -hmm. you see the release of the wriggling mammal Mm -hmm. um and it's all in hd and 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 big is is texas and narrated by a delighted australian woman yes the placenta is now emerging (laughs) That sounded like the best Starship computer. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so we watched that, and uh, that we, sh- we sure did learn a lot. But what else happened in Orlando? Did you go wizarding at Harry Potter? No, I didn't see any mm-hmm. of the sights, uh, although we did go to the Pulse Memorial, so... That's uh, not the wizarding world. It, no, it wasn't It wasn't quite as fun, No, uh, but it was very somber and respectful. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens to that location. Um, yes. Right now... What are the plans? I have no idea. I do know that they're going to be doing a actual memorial service uh in june better late than never i guess uh, well i mean not it's not wouldn't be the first time oh okay yeah no they're doing a, a one year uh, you don't want to call it the anniversary because no. that's not exactly the right word memorial but, memorial uh, yes yes uh, uh, yeah they're going to be talking about the victims and uh probably won't be talking about everything that they've done to keep fire and firearms out of the hands of dangerous people because nothing's happened on that front sure but uh yeah they'll they'll talk about hopes and prayers and that's pretty much what the site is. It's a lot of pictures of the people who were killed and little messages written on things and stones that have been painted and flags and there's big rainbows and stuff. But it's in the middle of like strip malls and auto glass places and a Burger King or a Wendy's or something. I mean, it's just like the most... Well, what did you expect? Did you I, expect it to be on a like a grassy hill, like l- overlooking a, a plain of cows? No, I'm just saying that it's. It, I don't know what they're going to do because oh, it's see. such a non-somber location. You know, it's not like the Vietnam War Memorial or something. Like, there's, there's, it's not really a great place for quiet reflection because there's just traffic roaring by and commerce going on all around you. So I don't know what's an appropriate use of that site now. 
they could build one of those silent rooms, like the ones they test cell phones in and that sort of thing. They could build an acoustically silent room and you walk into it and uh, there's a rainbow uh, in the sky. I can fly twice as high. And uh, Shaka Khan sings the Reading Rainbow theme. Uh, that would be uh, an experience you'd never Live. forget. Live. Live. So you oh, go in, man. the room's completely dark, it's then lit with a rainbow, Shaka Khan rises up from under the floor where she's been stored, mm-hmm. and uh, she unfolds like a battle droid, and she sings the Reading Rainbow theme, and then she folds back up like a battle droid, and, and descends back... Oh, yes! Oh, 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 I was thinking um, the ones that are more like Skellingtons, but sure, a droidica. Yep. Ah, they are no match for droidica. Uh, or for Shaka Khan? Yes. A Shaka They're called Droidica and Destroyers in the same movie uh, within the span of like a minute. Mm. So you'll have no idea what to call those things by the end of the film. You no, know, they're kind of like a little, um, what do you call those things? Oh, no, what are they called? What, what's her name? I'm what, about what's to her do, name? I'm about to do what's her name with a... With an insect, aren't you? No, 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 oh. with a mammal. Oh, yes, naturally. And I it's know not an antelope. No. It's very seldom you see an antelope roll up into a ball and roll away. It's Sonic the Hedgehog antelope. <laughs> no, what's his name? It's not a hedgehog either. No. It's a armadillo. Oh, I thought you were going to go with the other one, your your preferred one. Oh, sure, the pangolin. Yeah, naturally. But no, I, I think they, uh, yeah, yeah, Shaka Khan, the armadillo, rolls away. Did you know that the jackalope legend probably comes from the fact that there is a virus rabbits can pick up that causes them to grow horns? No, oh they no. They can grow horns out of uh, anywhere on their head, so it might be the top of their head, but it can also be like they can have spikes coming out of their chins, or they can they can have spikes coming out of them. Just about anywhere. Oh, uh, God. What if that's what I got on the plane? It's possible, because it also uh, it, it happens differently, but it can happen to humans. Oh, goo. Humans can grow horns. Yeah. Well, okay. No, thank you. Uh, so, uh, with all due respect to Pulse, that sounds like it was a an important visit for the gay and lesbian journalists. It was. It was. Uh, we also had some conversation about, you know, we talked to people who knew victims and we talked to people who, uh, were journalists who covered it, Mm -hmm. uh, and heard what it was like to be there on the scene and all that stuff. Uh, so it was, uh, yeah, filled in a lot of, um, uh, context for, for that particular event. It is a trauma for the community. I asked for something, I asked for exciting (sighs) stories about amazing people and Harry Potter's wizarding world. And I got the, the pulse shooting. Mm. Let me think what else, what else was lovely that happened, uh, there? Well, I talked to some people about, uh, oh, there was a woman who presented about her daughter. So this woman is trans and she's raising some kids and she read an article about how trans parents are, are just monsters and they're horrible. And so her daughter, who I want to say is like 12 or so, mm-hmm. her daughter wrote this really nice op-ed about how normal and stable and wonderful their family is. Okay. And I mean, good for this woman's daughter because she did just an amazing job writing this essay and it got published in the Huffington Post and a lot mm-hmm. of attention. And uh, it's just the nicest thing to see like the kids of trans parents uh, are really like in, in, in good shape. They're, they're good writers. They uh, are happy and confident and, and doing a good job of uh, being advocates for their families. There was another kid a few years ago who, I think it was during the marriage debate, didn't he speak oh, yeah. in like a state legislature or something? Zach something. Yeah. He was a Boy Scout, and he talked oh. about his lesbian moms. Yeah. I don't remember what happened. So he, at some point, there was like, he was advising the Boy Scouts, he was in some leadership position, and making the Boy Scouts more inclusive, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Zach, what was his last name? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, yeah, good kid. Yes. I mean, we're we're now at a point where there are going to be more and more kids mm. reaching an age of maturity who are raised by same-sex parents or trans parents. And uh, 
Uh, I imagine we're going to be hearing more accounts. I mean, you know, every, everyone's got problems with their parents. Uh, no parents are perfect, but uh, I imagine we're going to be hearing more accounts from kids about, uh, yeah, my parents were pretty good. Yeah. They weren't perfect, but they were pretty good. Can't complain. Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, speaking of Florida, mm-hmm. we have some marriage news from Florida. Oh. And it's not cheerful. <laughs> oh. oh. So... Wait, is Anita Bryant back, baby? She finally, she's crawled back out of the pie. <laughs> She's been hiding in a pie this whole time. I, she loves it. After she got hit with that clown zooka. Mm-hmm. So uh, Florida was resisting issuing death certificates to the spouses of same-sex couples mm-hmm. who were married in other states before it was legalized in Florida. Mm-hmm. So if you were a Florida resident and you went to Iowa and got married okay. and then came back to Florida and then... Uh, Obergefell p- happened at the Supreme Court and marriage is legalized everywhere and Florida has to recognize you. Well, and then your husband or wife dies. Uh, Florida was being like, oh, well, you got married when we didn't recognize it. So we're not going to give you the death certificate. <sighs> uh, I mean, aside from like just pettiness and petulance, what? Why? Why? That's the law, they said. We gotta go by the books. But I thought, didn't Obergefell, like, address all these other things that go along with marriage? It was basically like, it, 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 you, you just gotta do them? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and that's essentially what the judge ruled. So, oh, uh, okay. So this is already settled. It is now settled. Lambda oh, okay. Legal filed a class action suit. Uh, Florida is going to have to issue death certificates, obviously, mm-hmm. to spouses of people. Retroactively, essentially. Uh, Florida right. will have to say, oh, even though we didn't recognize it when it happened... Uh, we recognize it now. Well, they recognize that the person is dead, right? They just don't recognize the relationship. Exactly. Okay. And does that have any real world ramifications or is it just a symbolic thing? Like, does it affect inheritance or anything like that? Yeah. So anytime that you have to prove that you were married to somebody who died, uh, you need to be able to say like, oh, here's the death certificate for this person. And mm-hmm. this verifies that we were married. Otherwise, they won't let you on the widow's walk. Sure. Uh, the, the widow's walk is... Uh, an, it's a where little... the widow of the web lives. Oh. She lives in the internet. Is this... What, James, what is the movie... We watched a supercut of some of the best scenes where someone pops up on a screen and she says, what is this? Is this internet related? Uh, oh, there, that has a cast of thousands. It's amazing. Yeah, Scott Dracula's in it. Yep. And um, I want to say James Coburn. You is want that a person? to. And you... Maybe right. You for this you may have remembered correctly. <laughs> Why? And James Spader. Uh yeah. And why do you remember Tom these? Clancy? Tom Clancy's Net Force is the name of the movie. Yup, this you remember. This you I remember. remember Tom Clancy's Net Force. Yes. Um if you have a chance, seek out Tom Clancy's Net Force. Is it internet related? Oh my god, it's amazing. So it's from it's from just around the time that people were becoming aware that there's this thing called the internet, but they weren't really sure what it was. And so there's this movie scar- scarring Spot Bacula. I mean, I think it maybe did it, it, scar, it scar Scott Spot Bacula. Bacula. Uh, bleh, it's Dracula. And so it's about like somebody who wants to destroy the internet uh, because to get to the vice president or, or something. something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's set in the slightly distant future where everything is conducted on the internet, but everything's done like it's the early nineties. So, you know, it's just CNN, but on the internet. Well, right. And they're introducing internet concepts to old people. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of, like, you know, stuff like, is this internet? Or, or like, you know, did someone email a GIF? That is an image that can be sent through email. Yeah. So it's it's very cute and very stupid. Uh, what, what got us on that topic? Anyway, Lambda Legal, you can get your death certificate. The Widow of the Web. Oh, right. Of course. The Widow of the Web. Who's that supposed to be? The is Widow that... of the Web. She spins her lies mm. uh, in your web browser. Don't go in. Yes. Uh, 
Uh, no, that's uh, that's Goldfinger. Don't go into his web of sin. Or do. Or do, if you like sin. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's going on in Florida. We're gonna, let's stick with the South. Okay. Uh, Tennessee. Is that the mm-hmm. South? I think that counts as the South, right? Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, they were going to pass, they were, they were considering a bill uh, that would have required Tennessee, the state of Tennessee, to only recognize what is referred to in the bill as natural marriage. Yeah, yeah. A hysterical term to right. use. Like, oh, you know, like one of those naturally occurring marriages that you just pluck off a mulberry bush? Sure, yes. So that was being sponsored by a politician's named Mark Pody and Senator May Beavers. <laughs> okay, what? Don't laugh. It's not funny. It's a real name. I, I bet it is. Uh, well, may I? <laughs> uh, so it would have cost the state $9 billion. <laughs> Uh, in lost funding, lost federal funding uh-huh. uh, that they would have been denied. Uh, so that's been tabled. Okay. It's going away for a while. It's coming Well, back. I mean, it, it's been settled. How how did they think this would work? I mean, it's just, it's just saying the Supreme Court ruled one way, but we say no. But we're going to pass a law that says the other. Uh, yep, that's okay. exactly it. Okay, so there was no thinking that this could actually, like, this, this fits some legal rule that would make sense. That is exactly right. Okay. Uh, and so they're going to be considering again in 2018. <laughs> so yeah, it went it went onto a like uh, oh we're not going to deal with this right now folder, and mm. it's going to be coming back uh, in about a year. Well, leave it to beavers. Mm-hmm. May beavers, the May beavers. Are, it's it's always nice when it's May and the beavers come out and they're on they're yes. in bloom. May December beaver. Mm. Uh, let's stick with the South. I don't know if is Virginia the South. It's kind of the middle. It is. Uh, I think it's it's probably south it's uh wasn't that the comp is that why dc is where it is because it was the compromise between the north and the south yeah i guess that makes sense so terry mcgolf is the governor there uh they uh had i thought that uh, he she they blew up in a space shuttle that's melinda Ter- Ter- Teresa. is that it it's mcgolf if you're right Murmurs McAuliffe? So you remember Tom Clancy's Net Force, but you don't remember one of the most formative events of our young lives. It was uh, a dramatic moment. Sure. Oh, yeah, you're right. Christy. Krista. Crystal? Krista. Krista. Uh, Anyway, first teacher almost in space. Well, thanks for... In high orbit. Thanks for reminding me of that tragedy. Well, that's what today is all about. And another Floridian tragedy, right? What, was there another Floridian tragedy? I think that wasn't the Challenger launched from Florida? Probably. Pew. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so let's talk about something nicer. Oh, good. Virginia. Yes. Which some children call vagina. Governor Tara McAuliffe uh, was presented with a bill that the legislature had passed that would have granted sweeping exemptions to non-discrimination laws, would have allowed anyone to basically disregard a marriage certificate and treat a married couple as though they are not married if they're doing so on a religious on, on religious grounds. Right. And just, just to One be of clear these. so that we're not being cute with language, exemption from non-discrimination just means discrimination yes freedom to discriminate it's yeah a freedom to discriminate law. yeah i mean it's, it's such a it's such a cute double negative that they're playing with all over the country right mm-hmm. now but like you know it, it, exemption from non-discrimination or banning non-discrimination is it's just discri- like it, that's elementary my dear uh, elementary double negative mm-hmm yeah, so it would have given everyone uh, permission to discriminate uh, with no, and the state would have been prohibited from taking any action against somebody who was doing that. So he has vetoed that law. Oh, good. So hooray for Tyler McAuliffe. There's a lot of reasons to uh, let's keep him away from space shuttles. <laughs> okay, yeah, we we need him. We need him around. Uh, I know, that, like progressives have not always loved him because he's had to make a lot of compromises, being the governor of Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, which but- some children call vagina. 
That's true. That's one of the compromises. That's he has to call them. it vagina. Yep. As governor of this great state of vagina, can you imagine if he actually did? Like, if somebody just slipped? May Beavers would love it. She would. <laughs> At last, some recognition. Uh, that's what she sounds like. <laughs> it's Margaret Hamilton mm-hmm. in a role that will surprise you. Yeah, let's go into business together. Bloop. So, anyway, uh, let's move overseas. Oh. Please. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, we're going to head first to Australia. Again, yeah. Again. Now, that's where the precious puppies came from. Now, you s- mm. you saw what goes on in, in Australia. Australia. Oh, God. If you, if you weren't afraid of the snakes and spiders and things. There are... There are pregnant dogs. There are sacks coming out of dogs like you wouldn't believe. James, this is where all puppies come from, though. You can't like puppies without... Without also liking puppies and amniotic fluid. Mm, I think I can. Mm. So, anyway, uh, Australia. Do you need a whelping box? I, yes. Yeah. It looked very cozy. Yeah. Well, until it was put to use. Mm. So, anyway, so the Prime Minister, Malcolm Turnbull, uh-huh. uh, he's one of those guys who's like, oh, no, we can't have marriage until we have a plebiscite. Blah. So, <laughs> that's what he sounds like. Uh-huh. Uh, so, there's a new uh, campaign, a new marriage equality campaign launching called Give Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull a, bl- a Backbone. Okay. I almost said a blackbone. Well. A backbone. Mm-hmm. They want to give Turnbull a backbone. So sure. basically what they're asking people to do is sign this petition, write an email, and they're going to take all the emails and messages that people write about why they want marriage equality, mm-hmm. and they're going to have them printed out and sculpted into a physical backbone. They're going to make a spine out of all of them to present to the prime minister. Okay. Uh, so, all right. That's, that, if, if nothing else worked, this, this has got to this is, this is, this is have an effect. Well, I hope... The drag queens from Priscilla, who I know are real people and not fictional constructs at all, mm-hmm. um, I hope that they are the ones who deliver the spine. Yes, that would be great. I would love that. Uh, Malcolm Turnbull, uh, uh, on, for his part, says uh, about marriage equality, the reason that we don't have it yet in Australia, well, if we'd had the plebiscite, it would have passed and gay couples would be getting married now. <sighs> Which isn't true. It's the, not true. The plebiscite was non-binding. Yeah. Uh, the last time they had a plebiscite was the 1970s, and it took years after that. It was about the national anthem. It took years oh. for them to take any action on it. So the plebiscite has has no impact on passing any legislation. Right. Now they're talking about doing a plebiscite by mail, which they're like, oh, it'll be more convenient and cheaper, but also less accurate. So why? Um... I mean, just what what makes what makes marriage happen the most efficiently at this point? Like, obviously, there are people who want to drag their heels, there are people who don't want to take responsibility for anything. So, I mean, just what what's it going to take? Uh, well, it would take the plebiscite, which would cost half a billion dollars. Okay, well, it's not my money, so whatever. But here's the thing, though, is that's not a guarantee. We could spend half a billion dollars on this thing. I say we. I'm not Australian. So yeah, it wouldn't be my it's money. Not our, it's not our money. So Australia could spend half a billion dollars on this thing and then be right back where they started with politicians being like, oh, well, the plebiscite happened, but we need more deliberation. We need to do a study. We need to do a report. Oh, well, my constituents, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Although, I mean, to be fair, Brexit was supposed to be non-binding. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it passed, and it passed by a very slim margin, um, people just expected... Brexit's going to happen, and there was no amount of, well, it was Mm non-binding that was going to change anybody's mind. So I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people, if the overwhelming majority of Australians uh, said that they want marriage equality to happen, I think it would be real tough at that point not to just do it. I, it would be nice if that was the case. I mean, we already have survey after survey after survey. The plebiscite obviously is a little bit more official than just a survey, mm-hmm. but not that much more official. And still the politicians, you know, still, uh, but I think the, the, the for the voters, mm-hmm. they're going to mm-hmm. feel like they voted for something. Yeah, there would be an expectation. E- even because yeah, I mean, you know, Brexit, uh, I think it was pretty clear. I mean, I don't know. Again, we're talking about another country. I don't know what 
people were being told there and and what their expectations were. I mean, I knew going into it that it was a non-binding referendum, Mm -hmm. um, you know, from pretty early on. But that is not how people treated it. No, no, there's just expectations. They said, so, I voted for this. And yeah. I think that there's a difference between taking a phone survey and feeling like you voted for something. That's true. I mean, maybe, I mean, the cost of the plebiscite is a lot of money. Sure. There's also, we know there's a uh, measurable impact to public health when these things happen, when people's rights are put up to a vote. Sure. And so that sucks. But also, uh, it would hopefully push the ball forward on marriage equality. There's a lot of evidence that it would, but no guarantee. Sure. Or they could just pass the legislation, but, I mean, they're being so miserable about actually doing their jobs that... Well, you know, like, I... Hearing the numbers that that you tell me, I don't understand this at all. Like, something's not adding up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what that missing ingredient is. Perhaps uh, someone listening who is Australian could help us reconcile this difference between so many people in the public seemingly supporting marriage equality Mm -hmm. and politicians being afraid to do it. Like generally when something has huge public support, uh, politicians want to jump on that bandwagon. So what, what's the deal? What uh, this is my <laughs> what's the deal with marriage equality? Mr. Game Show wants to know. Yeah, not a Jerry <laughs> Okay, uh, so my best guess there is mm. that there's a lot of money uh, coming from people who don't want marriage equality. Okay, I mean that, that could be. Yeah, that could be. That's my understanding of politics is that whoever has the most money wins. So. My guess is that there's just a lot of. I mean, the the public opinion is nice, but it's the the I don't know Catholic Church or whoever these advocacy groups that are like, nope, nope, no, 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 we don't want this, and so they have to listen. Politicians have to listen. I mean, money does seem likely that a small number of donors are basically holding it hostage. Mm-hmm. Um, that having been said, there's a lot of industry, a lot of uh, businesses that have said, no, we really want marriage equality. Do marriage equality now, please. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and businesses are, I mean, that's, that's who pays for politicians. That's who pays for them to run. So yeah, something's not adding up. I, I don't, don't know. know. Now, if if you're in Australia, this is your last chance to go to GX, Gamer mm. X Australia. They're not going to do another one. Allegedly. That is true. That's what they're saying. So, uh, if you are in Australia and you like to play the video games, you should look up GX Australia. You should uh, you should go to it and you should look at the people and and smell them, smell their funk, their their funky funk, and play th- with their joysticks. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be uh, the tears of a clown. Boo! That's what they would say. Okay, so moving on in the uh, Pacific, mm. uh, Taiwan. Yes. Uh, plaintiffs. Uh, oh, so yeah. So we had the uh, hearing. I think you remember that um, there was going to be a court case about marriage equality there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the plaintiffs say that the Constitution requires marriage equality yeah. uh, and that the civil code is unconstitutional because it bans marriage equality. Mm. Uh, so they had their, their court date. And I don't really understand this, but what the claim being made by the justice minister, the, the defendant, was that uh, the civil code does not violate the Constitution because it doesn't actually ban same-sex marriage. So then the next question is, well then who's banning same-sex marriage? Right. Is anybody? Uh-huh. So that is totally unclear to me, and I assume that's what the court is going to rule on. Well, I, wasn't that an argument in the U.S. going back to the 90s that, like, same-sex marriage wasn't explicitly banned anywhere? Therefore, like, isn't that how it happened in Hawaii? Or am I misremembering? Yeah, yeah. So the argument is that, it's well, it's not specifically banned, so right. we have to allow it. 
And wasn't that what, uh, I want to call her Timberlake Wurtenbacher, but that's nope. not her name. Uh, the woman... Clela Rorex? There we go. You, do you see why I said Timberlake Wurtenbacher, though? Yeah, I, they both sound like names that I would have come up with. Absolutely. So, but wasn't that also her line well, of thinking? Well, there's no reason I can't. Right. So, to, just to recount, I know that story's come up many times, but that was in Colorado in yes. the 60s? In 70s? Boulder. 70s. 70s. Mid-70s. Yep, two guys came into the office and said, we want to get married, and she's like, well, let me look into this. Uh, nothing says I can't do it, so sure, here you go. Right. Now, that hasn't proven to be super-duper successful. No. Uh, often what happens is some politicians just scramble Very to hastily, write yeah. something that says... Uh, they clarify. Uh, yeah. Um, but how how is it going in Taiwan? We'll see. This is all up to the court. The court is going to rule in late April or early May. Uh, they're going to decide whether the civil code does, in fact, ban marriage equality. And if it does, whether that violates the Constitution. Um, also, the justice minister is not in favor of allowing same-sex couples to marry. He says that abruptly changing the law will impact social order. And... That is potentially true, mm-hmm. that allowing LGBT people to get married could have a impact on social order. Uh, it could make social order better. Uh, there could be a, uh, a a bit of, a, I guess, some chaos, or maybe not chaos, but there could be some fussing and feuding about uh, how exactly marriage equality is going to happen. But ultimately, giving people equal rights and treating them the same under the law and allowing people to do things like visit their spouses in the hospital, well, yeah, that d- would have an impact on social order for the better. Presumably. Yeah, we'd like to think so. Uh, Okay, so that's what's going on in Taiwan. We're going to keep our eyes on that for the next month. Uh, Hopefully in about a month we'll have a favorable ruling there. Mm -hmm. We've got some news from England, where marriage has been legal for quite some time. The land of the Eng. Uh, Yes, yes, where the Eng comes from. So uh, we've got an apology this week from Sir John Randall. Oh, is he a gnome? Uh, Yes, he lives in a little mushroom. Mm -hmm. And uh, years ago, when the vote was happening on marriage equality, he voted uh, against. Mm. And so he said, uh, so he apologized. Uh, He said, three years on, I can honestly say I was wrong, and I'm sorry not to have been able to see it at the time. Hmm. Uh, He also said, I think I was just not ready for this step, conflicted between many of my age group and those of the younger generation whose views I wanted to understand. Ultimately, I think I knew that I was going to be on the wrong side as those who wanted me to vote uh, for the legislation were some of the nicest people I came across, something that couldn't be said about those opposing. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that is, uh, why don't some of the dummies here take a page from this guy? You know, it would be nice. And still, uh, Sir John Randall, I mean, this is a very nice statement. And I was thinking, okay, well, uh, let's take a look at his legislation since then or his voting record since then. Like, he's a done nice things for LGBT since then. And I just mm-hmm. did not have time to do that. Ah. So I don't know. But yeah, that would be a nice thing for people in this country to say now and then. I mean, it's very hard for a politician to say I was wrong, of course, because that can be used against them in all kinds of ways. Um. I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, that is true. It does end up, particularly in this country, um, changing your mind is a thing you can never, ever, ever do. Yeah, because of the way we're set up, that's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, but as a human being, it's a nice thing to do. Uh, yeah, I, I thought there wasn't there, um, I mean, not to bring it back to Pulse, but I feel like after Pulse or something like, uh, there was some tragedy. And didn't someone, I want to say from like Nevada or someplace who had been anti-LGBT uh, for for quite some time. Basically, I, I thought the quote was something like, um, if God doesn't like gay people, why does he keep making them? Like, we just have mm-hmm. to accept that they're supposed to be here and they're part of our, our lives. 
that particular incident doesn't ring a bell, but that oh. sentiment certainly is familiar. Oh, well, mm. maybe I'm just making it up. Well, bring it back to the U.S. Oh. Uh, we've got one more little bit of news this week. Oh. You remember Neil Gorsuch, of course. I, oh, I, I've got Gorsuch a boner when I hear his <laughs> name. So Donald Trump's choice for the Supreme Court, uh, he had his hearing uh, recently uh, mm. in Congress, yeah. and now it's looking like he may get a vote this coming week. Okay. Uh, it's not a, a done deal. It's not totally definite, but uh, it's looking like... Likely, and it's looking pretty favorable that he's going to get the 60 votes that he needs. Uh, yeah, well, great. Yeah, great. Uh, we do need to be worried about him, of course. Uh, I'm going to have a video coming out about him soon, mm. uh, about why he is such a concern. Basically, what it comes down to is he's very, he's basically Scalia 2.0. Uh, he's somebody who says, like, you know, oh, the courts shouldn't be used for uh, social change, and, uh, you know, people should not be pursuing their rights uh, in, 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 through legal means, uh, through, through lawsuits. Which, uh, great. I mean, that's how, basically the same position that Scalia took, and it's it's how we have won most of our rights. Or not most, but, no, actually, most, might be fair to say most, in, in, in court, mm-hmm. rather than at the ballot box or through legislation. And that's a hard thing to quantify, I guess. But we've won an awful lot through the judicial system. Right. And for this guy to be like, no, I don't think it's appropriate to uh, to talk about civil rights in court. Mm. Uh, oh, boy, this is not great. He does say about marriage equality... Uh, it is absolutely settled law. But, and so that's what he said during the confirmation hearings. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also said, uh, this is a quote, there's ongoing litigation about its impact and its application right now. Right, right, right. This sounds like it's a cute way to do the thing like, well, uh, yep, it's been decided. It's absolutely settled law. Now, whether or not uh, marriage means marriage, now that's not settled. That's up right. for debate. Yeah. Uh, it's settled law that you can get a license, mm-hmm. but it is not, you know, it may be we need to look into what that license means, and yeah. maybe it means different things for different people. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe we don't do licenses anymore. Everybody can have a license, but it doesn't actually mean marriage. You can get a marriage license, but if you want to be married, you have to get a, a marriage form. Uh, well, sure. Something. You know, one of those cute little things that, like, Alabama's doing. Ah. Uh. <sighs> anyway. so it's so cute. It is really cute. Uh, I'll tell you what else is really cute. And JHV85... One of our listeners. Oh, uh, what a cute JHV. Yeah, so this person uh, has left a lovely review. A review, oh For no. this show. Oh dear. The headline is Delightfully Insane. Well, okay. Pretty much everything she wrote uh, is a description of you. What, but uh, I feel like everything in this review uh, reflects you, James. Oh, it's a mirror to my society. Yes. I came for the book and stayed for James's wit. <laughs> insanity okay and hilarity hmm. at matt's poor what's her name skills <laughs> yes uh she goes on i enjoy james's insights and arguments uh, oh and oh boy if you enjoy james's arguments you should just spend a few hours here with us i'll you know, slap you around oh yeah not not you jhv certainly not little matthew yeah uh, uh simultaneously she says of the show simultaneously very intelligent and incredibly stupid V- okay. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with you. half of that. <laughs> uh, simultaneously incredibly stupid? I, I neither confirm nor deny. It's settled law. Well, thank you so much for the review. Oh, thank you. For yes. that highly accurate diagnosis of James's personality. That, that We do need fewer reviews and more diagnoses. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you, other listeners, would like to leave a review, you can certainly do so uh, on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. But I don't know where else 
podcast reviews have? Oh, I guess Stitcher. They have oh, Stitcher, Matthew, don't they? Oh, there's the Stitcher. There's, I, I don't know. Isn't there a pod bean? Don't people crawl into a bean sometimes? I think so. There's like ask. I don't know cast. if they take reviews. Oh, well, whatever. I'm going to leave a Yelp review. Uh, sure. Uh, for, for you. For, oh, get that's. a load of this moron. That's what weird the, hair. That's what the dog was doing when she was whelping. She was no. yelping and whelping. Oh, boy. We're going to be talking about that for a long time, aren't we? It. It was unforgettable. Mm. That's what it was. That's what that song is about. Darling, your dog is edible. Nope. Because that sack's incredible. Ooh. It's an incredible edible, edible egg. egg. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, that's the news for this week, everybody. Thank you once again for joining. You can leave us, uh, you can get in touch at Matt Baum on Twitter. Of course, leave an iTunes review. Check out the book, Defining Marriage. That's definingmarriage.com. And uh, of The course, Sewers of Paris. Listen to that. I was just, about, I was just oh. about to get to that. I've got some great episodes of Sewers of Paris uh, recently. I had Guy Branham on this past week. The lovely Guy Branham, uh, who's got a show coming out on True TV very soon called Game Show... No, talk show, The Game Show. He was my guest on Sewers of Paris, and we talked all about musical theater, and we talked about um, Margaret Thatcher, which was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margaret Thatcher has more and better catchphrases than most drag queens. Uh, what else do we talk about? We talk She's about- got nothing on May Beaver. <laughs> May Beavers. Oh. Multiple. May Beavers enter. Uh, so uh, we talked about uh, how he grew up. Everyone thought he was a quiet kid when he was growing up because he just couldn't be himself. And now look at him. He's busting out all over. Uh, so that's anyway, uh, Guy Brennan, my recent guest, and I've got some more really good ones coming up. And also, of course, a huge thanks to all the people who have become patrons of the Sewers of Paris. I've had a bunch of new patrons lately, and I really appreciate that folks believe in the show and uh, are, are invested enough that they uh, pledge a little bit of money for each episode. And that's what keeps uh, keeps it coming along and makes it possible for me to do it. Keep patronizing little Matthew. Mm-hmm. That's what I do does, every yeah. day. Of course you do. Uh, and by the power vested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over. May flights of beavers wing you to your rest. <laughs>